Psalm 84. Psalm 84, and uh, we'll look at verses 10 to 12. We'll look at a couple other verses there as well. Uh, so don't um, close your Bibles. Keep them open as we continue to look in, in that uh, particular scriptures. Uh, welcome to those of you who are joining us by Family uh, Family Live, our Facebook family on Facebook Live. Thank you all for joining us this morning. As we uh, start a new series today, it's a series I've been doing at the beginning of each year for the last two or three years. It's called One Word. One word, and uh, what we're going to do today and for the next couple of weeks is to ask God to give us a word. A lot of times people at the beginning of the year make resolutions, and, um, I, and that's fine. If you want to make resolutions, that's perfectly fine and good. The problem with resolutions is that by the end of January, around 70 80% of people aren't keeping them anymore. By the end of the year, over 90% aren't keeping them anymore. Resolutions are hard to keep, but one word gives you direction gives you purpose, gives you a focus, and uh, some of you have already uh, told me you've got your one word for the year, you've been prayed about the one word, God's given you a word, I just want to say something to you guys, stop it, I haven't preached on it yet, got to wait till I preach it, you act like you have your own relationship with Jesus or something. Uh, those of you who are new here will know, uh, well, might not know, I'm kidding, <laughs> that I love it when people uh, are, are hearing from God uh, uh, when I'm not preaching on something. But even if you've already chosen yours, hopefully the message will help you some today. Look at Psalm 84, verses 10 through 12. And the Bible says, better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold for those who walk is blameless. Lord Almighty, blessed is the one who trusts in you. So the psalmist says, I would rather, I would rather. So I thought we'd play some uh, would you rather questions. We've done this a time or two before, but it's, uh, uh, it can be fun if everybody plays along. You don't play along, I'll call you out and ask you what you would rather do. Just kind of encourage you that way. But give me, let me give you a couple of would you rather questions as we get to thinking this morning. Would you rather speak any language on earth, all the language on earth, or be able to communicate with animals? Would you rather be able to speak any, every language on earth or be able to communicate with animals? Who wants to speak every language on earth? Raise your hand. All right. Who wants to communicate with animals? Raise your hand. Oh, got some animals. They're not really saying much, y'all. You know. <laughs> no, I'm They probably say a lot more than we think. Would you rather travel the world for free for a year or get $50,000? Travel the world free for a year or $50,000? Who wants to travel the world free for a year? Awesome, awesome. Y'all are our friends. All right, who wants $50,000? All right, y'all live right where you want to live. You're good for $50,000, right? All right, get, here's, a good, here's a good one for you. Would you rather give up air conditioning and heating for a year or internet for a year? Would you rather give up heating and air conditioning or internet? Who wants to give up heating and air conditioning for a year? Raise your hands. <laughs> who would rather give up internet for a year raise your hand all right mostly internet people here because you have digital on your phone now right <laughs> yeah I see where you're going with that all right would you rather be physically stronger than most people or be able to fly physically stronger than most people or be able to fly who wants to be stronger than most people raise your hand all right we've got several of those some football players there you go who wants to be able to fly raise your hand that's what I thought. All right, got the flyers in here. Okay, just a couple of more. Uh, would you rather be smart and a total jerk or dumb and really sweet? <laughs> Don't look at somebody, all right? You can't do that. All right, 
Who wants to be really smart but a total jerk? Raise your hands. <laughs> Who wants to be really sweet but really dumb? Raise your hand. <laughs> All righty. Don't tell anybody they've achieved it already. That's... Would you rather find $20 you didn't know you're having a coat pocket or a $100 bill floating in a public toilet? <laughs> All right, who wants $20 in your coat pocket? Raise your hand. Uh, all right, who wants the $100 in the public toilet? Look at y'all, that surprises me. All right, what, huh? No. <laughs> What'd you say, Randy? What'd you say? I cannot believe your daughter would go for the $100 and Randy goes for the coat pocket. That surprises me. All right, way to go, way to go. All right, just a couple more. Would you rather go into the past to meet your ancestors or go into the future and meet your descendants? For the going to the past to meet your ancestors or in the future meet your, your great-great-grandchildren. All right, who wants to go into the past to meet your ancestors? Raise your hands. All right, who wants to go in the future to meet your great-great-grandchildren? All right, y'all are brave. <laughs> All right. All right, would you rather watch Jesus heal a blind man or walk on water? Jesus heal a blind man or walk on water? Who wants to watch Jesus heal a blind man? Who would rather watch Jesus walk on water? All right, one, last one, would you rather, would you rather spend an hour in heaven or a week with Jesus when he was on the earth? Would you rather spend an hour in heaven, now you get to go to heaven when you die, it's not your only time, okay, but you get to spend an hour this week, you get to spend an hour in heaven or a week with Jesus when he's alive. How many want to go to heaven for an hour, raise your hand? Wow, okay. How many would rather spend a week with Jesus while he's on? Okay, wow, that surprised me a little bit. Okay, so would you rather, would you rather? So the psalmist says, I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. I got a friend of mine that every time we go out to eat, uh, if I hold the door open, open for him or if he holds the door open for me, he, he quotes that verse. <laughs> almost every time. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than dwell in tents of wickedness. And here's the thing about that. When he says that, what he's saying is, I would rather have a lowly job that doesn't have a lot of benefits, that doesn't have great pay, that I'm not looked up for for it, but live in the presence and power of God than to have a great job, great benefits. I can do the things I want to do, but I live outside the presence and power of God. He's saying I would rather have God did anything the world can offer, money, privileges, prestige, fame, famous on social media, whatever it is. He says, I would rather live in the presence of God than any of these other things. And, and that's what we want to set our hearts toward as we think about one word today. Uh, we've been talking about the one word thing for several years now. One, we see, the thing about one word is it gives you meaning and mission, gives you passion and purpose. One word helps you to focus or better hopes you to focus not on just what matters, but who matters the most. And so we're going to talk about this this morning. Uh, John Gordon wrote a book on one word. He's a really uh, encouraging guy. He said he spoke at Pepperdine University a couple of years ago. His 14-year-old daughter was with him. And uh, some of the college students came up to her and said, boy, I bet it's really uh, cool to have your dad as a dad. I bet he tries to encourage you all the time, doesn't he? And she said, he tries, but it really don't listen. <laughs> He tries, but we don't listen very much. One word helps us listen, okay? It helps us to listen. It's not something you have to do. It's not a command, it's, but it's something that many of us have found helpful to do. So I want to uh, encourage you today 
to ask God to show you a word that will help you focus on Him and His desires for you specifically in 2023, okay? For you and you specifically in 2023. The next week, we're going to talk about some ways to live that out, all right? So today, we're talking about discovering that one word, and then next week, we'll talk about living it out. So first of all, I'm going to talk about three things that help us from Psalm 84. Number one is desire. If we're going to do the one word thing, the most important part of this is that we have a desire for God. You see, this is where this is different from a a lot of New Year's resolutions and things like that. This is not self-improvement. This is not how to have a fantastic year. This is not how to have a happy year, though I hope you have a happy year. This is not how to get God to do things for you. Uh, It's not how to get God to to, to help you to have a a healthy and wealthy year. This is a desire for God himself. There's There's a difference in wanting God and wanting God to bless you. Now, surely we want God to, and when I say bless, what I mean by that is physical things, okay? And obviously, we want God to bless us with physical things, but money and physical things and comfort are often, not always, are often at odds with our walk with Jesus. Money can be a trap. Comfort can be a trap. All these things are not, they're not moral or immoral in and of themselves, but they can be traps in our walk with Christ. And there's so much of this false kind of teaching flying around where, where it's all about you. Here's a good little test, y'all, if you want to know if teaching is biblical or not. Ask yourself this question. Is it God-centered or is it man-centered or human-centered? Biblical teaching is about God. God is at the center of things. When you put a person, when you put humankind, when you put our needs, our wants, our desires, what we would like to see happen, when you put that at the center instead of what God wants at the center, then you're going to go off into a bad place. Look at Psalm 84, uh, verse 10 again. Better, he says, is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. What's he saying there? He's saying living with and for God cannot be compared to any other lifestyle. The best lifestyle you can imagine, the best lifestyle you can see on TV, the thing that you wish you had the most outside of Jesus cannot compare with a life with God. And it has to start there and you and I have to be convinced personally of that. If you're not convinced personally of that, you're going to walk off somewhere direction. You're going to walk off some other direction. So today we're asking ourselves, do I really have a desire for God and God alone? Look at the first two verses of Psalm 84. How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord Almighty. What's he saying? God, you're better than anything else. My soul yearns, even faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God, what's he saying? Now, he's talking about the temple literally. Now, we know the temple of the New Testament is us. Temple is our heart. So what's he saying? The presence of God is a beautiful place to live. The presence of God is the absolutely best place to live. I want that. I desire that. I set my heart. I set my intention today, this week, to choose God above everything else in my life above temporary pleasure, above the ability to make more money, 
above doing what I want, above being lazy or selfish, above what other people think. Now, we know that, right? If I were to ask you, all right, is the, is the purpose of God for your life better than living for what other people think? Is it better than living for temporary pleasures? Is it better than living for fun? Is it better than living for money? We'd all say yes, right? But do we live that way? I mean, honestly, do we truly live? And, and that's a hard question for me to ask, right, myself. It's a hard question for you to ask yourself, especially on a daily basis, because we could be here today in church living for something else, living for something else. And so we want to say, God, you are our greatest treasure. Jesus, I love you more than anything or anyone, please help me to believe, think, and act that way. I, I would encourage you, if you want to do this, something that, that might be helpful, is just to start your day and just to pray, you know, 5, 10, 15 times a day, Lord Jesus, I choose to love you in this very moment. I choose to love you because what? We get distracted, right? We get off, we get off course. We get to think about other things. And so to be able to say, Lord, I choose to love you, right here in this moment might really, really help. And that's what the one word's about. It's about drawing our attention back to Jesus, back to Jesus, back to Jesus. I read where one person actually joined a Facebook uh, group this year, uh, a one-word Facebook group, just to kind of read what other people are doing. One lady wrote this, while pouring out my soul to God this morning in the hot tub, I was having a bit of a pity party. I'm on my third type of cancer in three years. That's tough, right? What one word do you think she chooses? She said, I asked God, why, why, why? What is my purpose in all this? And she said, God spoke very clearly. My one word is light. To shine the light of Jesus in the midst of a dark time in my life. Last year, my word was examine. And here's what I want to say to you. My word examine last year uh, was helpful. In fact, God even gave me a verse to go along with it. I don't always have a verse. You don't have to have a verse. But th there was this verse that came with kind of where I got this from. It says, let us examine our ways and test them and return to the Lord. Now, here's the thing. This is not a contest. This is not something to feel guilty about. If I were to stand here and you say, how did it go last year? I could say, boy, I should have done better. Uh, there were some days I didn't think about it as much. There were opportunities where if I thought about that and prayed about that, I would have done much better. That's not what this is about. It helped me some last. There were some days that it did help. There were some days that I, it encouraged me to return to the Lord and to examine and ask myself. Uh, there's another verse in Ephesians 5.10. It says, let us find out what pleases the Lord. That verse came to my mind a lot this year. And so it was helpful. It's not to feel guilty about. It's not to say, oh, I should have done so much. But no, no. If it helps, celebrate it, all right? Did any of you have a one word that helped you at any time last year? Say amen. amen. Then celebrate Right? Celebrate. Second thing I want you to see is how to discover it. We want to discover it. We don't want to come up with it. We don't want to make it up. We don't want to just pick something we'd like. We want to, watch this, ask God to reveal to you a word. Ask God to reveal to you his word for the year. And then watch. Watch your quiet time. Watch words that come to your mind. Listen in your conversations for words that kind of keep coming back to you. And I'll give you some other ideas, but begin to watch what happens. Look at Psalm 84, 8 and 9. Hear my prayer, Lord God Almighty. Listen to me. Here he's praying here. Look on our shield, O God. Look with favor on your anointed one. 
And so you can pray, God, show me your favor. I didn't even know that word favor was in this passage, so I started studying it. I felt this led to because that I would rather think, you know, and the more I got in, I thought, wait, hey, there's that word favor again. That's a pretty cool thing. So ask God, God, what's the, what's the word for me? God, show me your favor and give me your word. And don't stress too much over it, okay? If you were to ask me, was examine the perfect word for me last year, I would say, ah, probably not. It's a good word. It's a good word. Uh, Jesus came down and said this was the perfect word. I don't know that I can get it perfect anytime, right? But it was good. It was helpful. And so that's what we're shooting for. God, give me a word that's good, that's helpful. Show me your favor by helping me with this word. So what I want you to challenge you to do this week is to take a little time, pray, and think back on last year. Reflect on last year the things that happened that helped you grow in Christ, uh, the things that you wish you had done better, and then think about the coming up year and ask yourself, what one word, ask God, what one word would really give you some meaning, po purpose, focus, uh, I, porpoise, I think I said porpoise, purpose, <laughs> purpose. If God gives you a porpoise, call me, I want to come see it, all right? That would be really, really super cool. I, there's some questions on the back four of your table, you don't have to take those, I don't know if you need to, but if you like to kind of dig in a little deeper, I got some several questions in the table front and back that will help you kind of dig in deeper. So here's the thing. I want you to, I would encourage you to, to ask God for three things. First of all, what do I need? What do I need? Now, we're not saying, you know, what, what I need to make me happy. God, what do I need to focus on that will help me get closer to you? What do I need to be more like Jesus? What's the, what's the area of my life that, 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 that I really need to get closer to you in? And you can, here's a good thing to flip the question. What does my family need from me? It's a great way to find your one word. What does my community need from me? What does my church need from me? See, these, these help us to get out of that self-improvement, self-gratification. I'm just going to do this for me and for, and for myself. It's not about, it's about a direction from God, okay? Second thing, though, what's in your way? What are the barriers? What are the barriers that are in your way? And most of these are going to be mental barriers, things like apathy, which, you know, if that's your biggest thing, your word for the year might be action. It might be fear. That might be the thing that gets in your way the most. Then your word might be love because the Bible says love casts out all fear. Uh, your word for the coming year might be uh, unbelief, and your word might be trust. But just ask yourself, what's the one thing that's really getting in my way of getting closer to Christ, okay? Tony Robbins says, by changing nothing, nothing changes, right? By changing nothing, nothing changes. So, so here's a couple of more questions. Here's uh, seven questions, just, and if you want these later, I'll email them to you, whatever. But here's the questions that you can ask the Lord. Number one, what do you want to, what do you want to focus on this year? Ask God that. What's in the way? What do you need more of? What do you need less of? What needs to change? What matters most? And what is one word that would drive me this year to be my best for Jesus, for Jesus? So here's your weekly growth suggestion. Ask God for your one word for the year. Look and listen. Look and listen for how he responds. I would encourage you to start. I've got seven words written down right now. I had nine. And I've pared it down. I, I, I think I'm done adding. <laughs> I had nine. I eliminated two so far. I think I have my word. I'm probably by Tuesday or Wednesday unless something changes. I, I 
I'm about 90% sure I've got my word. But I'm all about writing words down, writing words down, writing words down, five, six, seven, eight words, and then start paring them down, which comes to our last point, which is to depend on God, okay? The desire thing is the most important part, to truly say, I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord. I'd rather do the lowliest thing on earth then dwell in the tents of wickedness and have the best job, best friends, best whatever, and not, and not live for the purposes of God. So we depend on God. We ask God and we depend on God to give us the word. We depend on God to bring it to us. You see, here's the thing. God wants you closer to him than you want to be close to him. So he's not hiding. He's not playing games with you. Some, some years it's harder for you to find a, a word than other years, but God's not messing with you, okay? God wants that, so you trust God to give you a word to help you experience him. It could be a word like serve, focus, joy, worship, surrender, stretch, believe, faith, improve, courage, boldness, commitment, give, gratitude. Uh, hopefully your word's not annoying, <laughs> Hopefully your word's not grouchy. Amen. Somebody said, that's my spouse's word. <laughs> so it's not grouchy or hunting or shopping or criticizing or something like that. But pay attention to your quiet time. Pay attention to conversations. Pay attention to words that keep coming with you. And make sure, make sure, make sure, I say this a lot, that your heart is right. That your heart is to give 2023 to Jesus. And those of you who have children still living at home, I would encourage you to think about Making it a family thing. Think about making it a family thing. Uh, show the picture, Randy. I, I came across this picture in a little Facebook group I, I, I'm a part of. And uh, here's a family that, that, did it them, that did it as a family activity. And uh, their words for the year were uh, closeness. That's the dad's word. And then there's consistency and creative and becoming and clarity and choices. If I was a guy that picked becoming, I'd have to go back and get me a C word, I think. <laughs> they all got C words, but becoming. And they all made a poster. They all made a poster for their one word, and they put it up, and they talked about it. On vacations, they talked about it. They didn't talk about it every day, but, you know, once a month, on vacation, they shared it with other families that they, uh, you know, went to church with and things like that. And they said, you know, these are our one word. These are things that are helping us this year. And you think about it, closeness, consistency, creative, becoming, clarity, choices. And when you do it as as a family, you get to pray for each other, right? That's one of the main ways I prayed for Laura and for my children this last year when they were days and I didn't have something really specific to pray. I always prayed their one words. I, whether I, even if I did have something specific, I almost prayed almost every day that God would remind them and help them grow in those one words. Uh, this last Sunday, uh, Laura and I went to Olive Baptist Church. Um, I just really like to hear Dr. Taylor uh, preach. And so we went down there uh, to worship with those guys. And um, um, at the altar call, uh, I thought, Lord, I'm gonna, I'm, I want to give 2023 to you, and I want you to give me a word. And uh, y'all, I beat Laura to the altar last, week, last Sunday. I think that's the first time ever. <laughs> I, was on the, I was on the outside. And it's not a contest, but I, I, I just, I really did feel led to go to the altar and just say, Lord, I want to give 2023 to you. Just, I want to kneel before you, give this year to you. And Lord, you know, I want to be preaching about this one word, and I, I do pray that you'd give me one word. And when I walk back to my seat, I think I got it. And it's never happened that way for me before. Usually me, it's working through the questions and things like that. 
But just, it was one of those things where it just, it just came. And so what I would say is throw yourself open to God and say, God, I really want to live close to you. I really want to honor you. I want to experience your best during this coming year. In fact, uh, here's a prayer that you can pray uh, for the coming year. Lord, as we, you can say as I, start 2023, we ask that you make this a life-changing breakthrough year. We don't want it to be just a good year. We want it to be a God year. May you mark it with your power and presence. Strengthen us every day. Glorify yourself to and through us. And I'm going to ask them just to keep that up till we leave today. Just keep that prayer up as we leave today. Would that be your prayer? Would that be your heart to say, Lord, that's what I'm asking for during this coming year? Would you stand, please, with heads bowed and eyes closed, no one looking around? So we bow our heads and close our eyes this morning and think about this idea of one word. I, I'll be honest with you, I almost skipped it this year. I was tempted to say, well, you know, we did this last year, we did this year before. And, but boy, about two weeks before Christmas, Gabe Williamson called me and said, I want to do my one word testimony. I said, well, all right, Gabe, that'd be fantastic. love for you to do that. Same week, somebody I hardly ever see anymore because they've moved. Uh, I, I happened to be in a room with them. And they told me a couple of years ago, they said one of the most significant decisions I made all year came out of my one word. You preached on that. I had one, and it really, really was significant for me that year. And so I feel like we need to do it again, and probably most years. So this morning, if you want to come kneel at an altar and, say, and just pray that prayer on the screens. And say, Lord, this is my prayer for 2023. If you want to come, ask God for your one word. If you want to come and ask God to purify your heart so that your desire is that you'd rather be a doorkeeper, lowly position in the house of the Lord, that you'd rather live in the presence of God than to have the best life that somebody else can offer you. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for those who've never been saved to give their heart and life to you today. Father, I pray that you'd reveal your will to us for this year. Lord, I pray at the beginning of the year that our desire would be for you above everything and anything else. Would you speak your words to us for this coming year? As Lisa plays softly.